That's ticket green, you know what I mean? Yeah, everything I want and yeah, everything I need. That's ticket green, you know what I mean? Yeah, everything I want and yeah, everything I need. That's ticket green, you know what I mean? Yeah, everything I want and yeah, everything I need. Welcome to another delicious episode of the High Flyers Wrestling Podcast. The Beavis and Butthead of the wrestling community is back. It is your boys, Dom and Terry. What is going on, my brother? Nothing much, my good brother. What's going on with you? Um, nothing much. So far, so good. Um, interesting, you know, Rumble weekend. Then, you know, got Monday Night Raw. <laughs> and for Which, you know, it's the build to Mania season. Yeah. And it was basically a bunch of fluff, to be honest with you. Um, you know, we didn't already, you know, gave Drew McIntyre all the all the love in the world, but you know, he jumped Monday Night Raw off and basically said, "Look, I'm gonna just get straight to the point." He challenged Brock Lesnar, which I mean, we all assumed he was gonna do that anyway. So came out there, cut his typical Drew McIntyre promo, and he said he wanted to deliver a Claymore party. So. The quote-unquote best tag team in the world came out there, which was the OC. Um, yeah. First, Carl Anderson said, you know, I'll challenge you. And then Luke Gallows was like, you know, I'll challenge you. And so, basically, Drew McIntyre was like, all right, cool. So, two-on-one handicap match. Um, yeah, he basically Claymore kicked the both of them, threw Carl Anderson on top of Luke Gallows. And that was it. One, Drew, two, three. Drew McIntyre squashed the best tag team in the world the OC and yeah that's basically how we jumped off Monday Night Raw and look man they backed up that with the returning MVP taking on Ray Mysterio which who still has no pyro who still have no pyro I mean he came out there with the Punisher logo so in my mind I'm like all right cool he's gonna come out there and do his thing for one that match seemed hella slow it was and two how you how you just gonna lose like that? I mean, found out afterwards that that was his last match. You know what I'm saying for WWE or whatever, or you know for Monday Night Raw. So I guess, but damn, you would think they'll let you win your last match, though, fam. Or instead of running through the OC, Drew could just you know squash the MVP. That's true. I mean, you know, Rey Mysterio got the win. You know, hooray! Alice the Black squash. Alex the Black squashed another jobber. He said he gonna stop waiting for people to knock also on his door. Also, could have been MVP. Oh, thank you. Any of these people could have been MVP. He basically just saying, "Look, now I'm gonna just go. You know, I'm gonna go knock on other people's doors. I'm not gonna sit there Indian style in the dark um, and wait for y'all to come holler at me." Okay, so the last hour of monday night raw was just like just trash because the fact that you had lana and Liv morgan and eric rowan squashing another jobber in the last hour just said a lot about you know what i'm saying how this episode of monday night raw was but i will say Liv morgan was looking extra amazing and that little sliding flat line that she she did you know what i'm saying on line of the winner match it was it was cool but I'm just hoping this feud yeah. is over with now. Probably not. Yeah, Michael Cole didn't make it no better when he said, uh, 
I mean, not Michael Cole, but uh, Jerry Lawler was just oh, speaking of J. So we had a U.S. title match between Humberto Carrillo and Andrade. <laughs> and you already know where I'm going. That's why you're laughing already. Jerry the King Lawler said Humberto is cute and is Justin Bieber-like and has cute dimples. Pedophilus. Very Jerry Sandusky-ish. So you get rid of, you know what I'm saying, Big Joseph, the replacer with Todd Phillips and Byron Saxton, only to, you know, keep Jerry the King Lawler so he can say things like Humberto Carrillo is cute and has Justin Bieber-like. And he's it's just... That's your boy, man. Look, man, Humberto won the match by disqualification after Zelina Vega came and interfered, broke up the pin, um, you know. Humberto hit Andrade with a angle. It was a it was a decent hammerlock DDT on the concrete. Looks like his head actually smacked the floor too. Right. So come to find out, the reason why this even took place was because that Andrade, um, he had a Roman Reigns incident, failed the wellness policy, so he will be suspended for thirty days. Even though now, I feel like it probably was more of a Randy Orton situation than Roman Reigns. Yeah, I do too. I do too. It was it was definitely a Randy situation. Now, if this don't let you know how trash Humberto Carrillo is, because the fact that Andrade got suspended for thirty days and they still didn't even take the belt off of him, that should let you know that, yeah, it ain't working, fam. And how do you lose a match and then get a title rematch like the very next night? And still don't win the title. And still don't win the title when some when the champion is getting suspended. You know what would be funny? What's they that? He was gonna win the title, and then like midway through the match, word got to Zelina that they changed their mind and told her to go break up the pin. That would, yeah, that that would have been hilarious. I ain't gonna even lie to you. We had a Raw Tag Team Championship match between Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy taking on Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe. And before the before the match even took out. Shout out to, you know, OJ Glove, Seth Rollins with the good old, you know, enjoy it now while it lasts, Drew, because by December, the fans are going to turn on you anyway, so. You got spared because I lost it, but good. I was looking for it. That was probably yours they found. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I thought that was kind of funny. Seth did hit that mud, though. He was like, yeah, enjoy it now because by December. But, see, the situations are different, though. We, we, we just wanted somebody to take the belt off of Brock Lesnar. Like, we actually want to see Drew win the belt more than we want to see, like, Brock lose it. Well, that's just me personally. Yeah. Like, with Seth, it was, it, like, last year, it was just, like, just anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, just anybody take the belt. But, like, we legitimately want to see, like, Drew McIntyre win the championship. Well, I know me. So, Same. that's why this is a whole different situation, Seth. And plus, yeah, we ain't even going to get in that. But, um, you know, KO came out there. Joe came out there, you know. Seth Rollins was real eager to fight. So, you know, KO was like, look, we're not stupid. First of all, thank God that we actually have smart baby faces for the most part. That's not just, you know, just dumb and do the same thing week after week after week because they're like, we're not going to come down there. AOP, you know, they showed them on the board. They went back and forth. Then, you know, War Machine ended up attacking AOP backstage. Um, as far as the match go, it was going fine until Samoa Joe went for a suicide dive and landed on his face. And that's why they never mind. They went to commercial. 
it ended up being a two-on-one handicap match. Um, yeah, uh, Kevin Owens did all he could. And then, you know, your benevolent leader and his disciple picked up the win. And Buddy Murphy got the pin once again. I, I did notice that, uh, you know, Rollins did have, you know, Monday Night Messiah going down the side of his uh, pants. The name still annoys me, but the, I'm rocking with the new gear, though. So, you know, they end up retaining the Raw Tag Team Championships in a two-on-one handicap match. Um, a concussion for Joe? Nah, it definitely wasn't. But, yeah, it's looking like a concussion for Samoa Joe. Okay, so your girl Charlotte Flair, man. She came out there, cut the usual Charlotte Flair promo. She said, you know, I'm going to be challenging for a championship because I'm still thinking about it. Then Oscar came out there and told her that, you know, if I was in the Royal Rumble, you wouldn't have won. I mean, you didn't win your championship match, but I get what she was saying, though. They ended up having like a one-on-one match and, you know, it wasn't like one of the best. It was really just one of the typical Monday Night Raw, just, you know, check the boxes. We're going to make sure they look strong. Um, you know, she technically really didn't lose. I mean, she won by disqualification, but she got hit with an insane elbow drop, which was beautiful and like on point, by the way, by Kyrie Sane. And she ended up being Kyrie Sane throwing out the ring. And yeah, that was that. Thoughts on Charlotte and Oscar? Um, I mean, it's all right. And then, you know, really to get excited about. Yeah, I mean, you know, basically. It's really the insane elbow. I agree, which is sad considering, you know, that ends up leading to the end of the match. Um, Your girl Becky Lynch came out there. I mean, just how was you just feeling about Becky Lynch promo in general and, you know, the jacket that she was wearing? I mean, at this point, as far as main roster women go, she kind of got a point. Even though it's even hard to really just say main roster anymore. But right. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Raw Smackdowns. So it's like, well, maybe she is one of the goats now. Maybe it is time to crown Becky. Becky two belts. Becky goat. You know? I mean, hey. She beat Ronda and Charlotte. She didn't beat Charlotte. She didn't beat Oscar. She beat Kyrie, Bailey, Sasha, Lacey. Yeah. Naomi, Natalia. Naya. Yes, I mean, yeah. That's true. So, it's like, damn. She got a point. I mean, I didn't have no issue with it. I thought it was fine. You know, I've seen a lot of people, you know, bitching and moaning about it. But, I mean. You know, they're the people who just, like, completely over. Yeah. And, look, I get it. It's understandable. But, hey, until you can find somebody to dethrone her, I mean, you know. And depending on who they have challenged her at Mania, I could very well see her dropping at Mania. And it could be the Shayna. You never know. I mean, I'm perfectly okay with that one. Oh, yeah, I will be perfectly fine with that. And then somehow that's going to end up to some type of, you know, horsewoman versus horsewoman match, probably at 37 or something, you know what I'm saying? And shit, even if they did the storyline right, I would be okay with Nia versus Becky. 
true because as long as Naya has improved a little bit in the ring. I mean, we've got Paul Heyman, and she's been working at the PC, so. I mean, she was working at the PC. Right. Yeah, if done right. I mean, she was working at the PC before she got called up, but, you know. But that's before Beck Fever for stuff. That is also true. So, I don't think it's no question. I mean, they were showing his vignettes and highlights of his career throughout the whole episode of Monday Night Raw. Adam Copeland made his return to Monday Night Raw. On this day. I, I mean, clearly. you know, San Antonio wasn't as loud as it was in Houston, you know, but another damn good ovation for Edge. And I feel like I talked enough. So final segment of Monday Night Raw between Edge and Randy Orton just, yeah, man. Well, how did you feel about that? So, it was a fantastic segment. Um, Edge Oof. comes out and basically, you know, saying that he thought his career was over and all this stuff. Because you, you take one basic, basically, you take one wrong pluck and you could die. Ain't got to be no super hard bump. And I mean, shit. Just like anybody who has their career cut short, he's been sitting at home thinking about what if, what if, what if. And all the possible matchups he can have the Edges versus Seth Rollins, Edges versus AJ Styles, et cetera, et cetera. Even your boy Roman. All right, Spear versus Spear. So, you know, it's, it's so many more that, you know, he could have. And he don't know how long this is gonna last and everything, but he's home. He's older, got gray hair, crow's feet, etc. But you know, when life knocks him down, he gets back up. Outcome your boy, Randy Orton. Randy Orton said, you know, he used to have a self-destructive personality when he was younger. Whew. And if there was any one person who, you know, would have his back and pull him back and tell him, you know, get in line, would be Edge. So it was kind of special for him, you know, to see his boy return last night and him share the ring. And he was like, you know, what if, what if we had the rated RKO reunion? Two seconds later, vintage Randy Orton, RKO to Edge. And now then this he, he thinks that's it. Your boy slides outside, grabs a chair, and whack. <sighs> Straight to the spine. I'm talking about if you can hear that mud too. Shout out to Ed for his facility. Yeah. Because the boy started twitching. Yeah, I thought it was something legit. Like <laughs> <laughs> then Randy takes the chair and puts it around his neck and acts like he's gonna jump on it. Has a you know, has a little remorse. Thinks for a second. It's like, nah, that ain't the move. So it slides back out, grabs another chair, comes back in, and hits him with the good old one-man concerto. And then just sat there. It's like, people are, are, are out here complaining 
Tell them if you're gonna get a Randy Orton versus Edge match at WrestleMania. Fuck y'all. Seriously. This is gonna be epic. First of all, this is his first full time match back. Who better than one of your best friends to have that match with? Thank you. If you're gonna put your life in somebody else's hands, why not be just be it with your best friend? Exactly. Somebody that you know is gonna protect you. Yeah, Randy got a history of working stiff, but that's when he really don't care. Yeah, I mean, this is his partner. So, same way when Seth came back in, like Roman was first, you know what I'm saying? Feud he had. So, I mean, it is what they do, you know? Triple H and Shawn Michaels. When Shawn Michaels first came back, who was the first match he had? Triple H. Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Whose first match Ciampa had, you know what I'm saying? Like, so nah, that's how you that's how they do it, you know. They know they're gonna protect them. Mm-hmm. Plus, we never really got the the big payoff from this anyway years ago. That's true. Why not Rand- give it to us? Because Randy had his knee injury. All right. And I mean Randy's in phenomenal shape. Edge is in phenomenal shape. So look it, I'm here for it. We get to see another Edge WrestleMania entrance with Pyro. And you know that pyro gonna be expensive. Yeah, because man, it was expensive at Royal Rumble. So you know, for the in Florida too, it's gonna be ridiculous. But man, uh, yeah, that to twenty minutes of just pyro. That last segment was was fantastic. Cause for one, you can tell that whatever they were saying to each other was like not scripted you know what i'm saying that looked like that was genuinely like you know what i'm saying randall talking to adam you know mm-hmm. before i mean obviously before the rko that's what made the rko and like we we knew it was coming because i i even like tweeted out beforehand like i you know what i'm saying let's hurry up and get to this rko you know what i'm saying to ed so we can get this feud going because once ed's eliminated randy Orton, i think me and you both like i already knew like okay this is what we getting for me yeah. and the way they set it up because it and shout out to randy you know what i'm saying because he actually legit made it seem like he was conflicted about everything he was doing it was one of them like this is my homie but he still like hold me at the royal rumble you you know what i'm saying so it's just like and he know how i am so yeah and it was just fantastic because everybody in the crowd was dead silent because Mm -hmm. it, it was just so shocked at what was going on it was it was so well done and and i'm like you man i cannot wait to see this at wrestlemania because i mean you got it and this is also a way to like kind of write edge off of tv so you know he's not gonna be making just a crap load of appearances anyway so you know manny is you know got basically a couple of months to get this going so this is a way for edge to be off of tv let randy be randy leading up to it so that way when edge do come back it'll be yeah Especially it's since, you know, he, he had guaranteed 25 television appearances. So exactly. You don't want to speed through all of them. Exactly. And if you're going to have, like, what, five matches a year, I mean, I'm assuming they are going to be, like, the big, you know, the big four. So you mm-hmm. might as well just. Means, unfortunately. Oh, he you think he going to. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're not even going to acknowledge that. But, yeah, man, um, shout out to Randy. 
Shout out to Edge. This is literally the only thing that saved this episode of Monday Night Raw from being just complete trash, to be honest with you. Yes. So, so, yeah. Um, final grade for Monday Night Raw? Um, I gave a C. I mean, the final segment was great, but... It, yeah, I was going to say a solid C. Yeah, that's really like the only thing that saved it, so... That being said, let people know where they can find us and listen to this fantastic episode. You can listen to this episode and any other episodes anywhere you get your podcast by searching High Flyers Podcast. And when you search it, make sure you click that subscribe, like, follow button. Um, you can go to Podcast Flyers on Twitter. It's at Podcast Flyers. You go to Facebook, High Flyers Podcast, HighFlyersPodcast.com. Find any new pictures past episode top fives but speaking of top fives be on the lookout for one coming very soon yeah especially this week it's been an interesting week and then you can follow my brother dom on twitter at freshly snipes 21 follow yours truly on twitter at underscore bobby digital and until next time with our tuesday night recap rest the waves too sweet peace